This is Live at Five, Live at yeah. Five, Live at Five. That's right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> ah, let me turn that off. The phone was on the whole time. No wonder we had a buzz. Anyway, um, I'm here. The Monday. It's, a lot, it's dark. We know that. And um, give me a shot at any given time today. Uh, because I actually talk to you. Unlike all those national guys who, I don't know, pick up the phone every now and then and talk to people who don't live around here. We all share the same ideas. It is Republican radio, after all, as you know. So uh, I hope you had a good Thanksgiving and all that other stuff. What do you tell people? I mean, you know, throughout any given year, you say, hey, happy Thanksgiving before Thanksgiving. And then days after Thanksgiving weekend, everyone hopes that you had a good Thanksgiving and that you have a good holiday season as well. I spoke to a woman uh, moments ago. I, I, I had all types of confusion. I was supposed to get my wife's phone, and I just wanted to get it transferred today. And I figured I'll just I'll, I'll run by, because if I tell you what, you, you'll, you'll spend an entire day inside a place like Spectrum for like two hours if you get there at the wrong time. I got there at a good time. I waited maybe 10 minutes. It wasn't that bad. And they took care of me in like five minutes, so it was so worth it. Now my wife has a new phone, all of her contacts, and this is very important, and, you know, it's always important. And, and this woman, this blonde woman, you know, she's 53 years old. She talked to me. I won't say her name. doesn't really matter about her past. But, you know, it's just it's incredible what people will tell you in a matter of five, six minutes as she's waiting to get her phone fixed. She did this. She did that. Some provocative stuff. Some even more provocative stuff. I was like, whoa. You, you just don't know until you walk outside of the house and, and talk to people. It is amazing. So, anyway, uh, oh, uh, duh. We, we won't turn it into a, a sports show by any means because some people complain about that. But I, I'm not a you know college football fan. But wow, Saturday was just one great game after another, topped by the Alabama Auburn game, right down to the wire, and they threw it into the corner, and he caught it, made the catch, and just I mean, uh, I, what's his name, uh, Urban, the coach there. I, I, you got to respect the guy. Even he couldn't believe that that happened. Now he's got a real good chance at the title because he's got one, one. If you have more than one loss, if you get two losses, you don't get into the playoffs. You don't, you don't see the number one title. It just doesn't happen. I'm so thankful that college finally got their act together and had a playoff system. But in order to get into the playoffs, you can't have more than one loss. So Auburn almost pulled off the upset. On the other end, uh, Lexington, or Lexington, Louisville, um, they had a chance to get into the playoffs, but they lost to Kentucky. And they're not going anywhere, just like SU. SU won. They beat Wake Forest. And at 6-6, six and six, you still got a chance to go to a bowl game? What the heck is that? I mean, it's just, does that, everyone gets a trophy. And, of course, the obvious answer is they must be going to the toilet bowl game. 755. <clears throat> of course, I heard Jeff, uh, Jeff's show today. Good stuff. Constantly. I mean, we're talking about the zoo. Donnie calls in, says it's bad. We can't have drag uh, events up there. People can see if I'm on the other side of the fence. <laughs> like, don't we have bigger problems to fry around here than worry about that? But the the zoo thing will continue, uh, and I, I do hope they figure that out. But what really is getting me, and I I, I I was trying to look for it because I heard early, you know, driving around town, I, I was listening. I believe Chris Plant was playing a video back from uh, a, a music video. I shouldn't call it a music video, but it was a video played to Arab music. You know, that type of stuff where a snake comes out of a basket weave or something. 
And uh, the the video itself was of ch- of of uh, high schoolers uh, rebelling against a, a high school teacher at Hillcrest High School in Jamaica, Queens. And uh, born and raised in Queens. In fact, born in Jamaica Hospital. Never heard of Hillcrest. But anyway, I'm glad I didn't go there. <laughs> and public school, of course. And, and they, they were enraged that one of their own teachers actually went to a pro-Israel rally. And somehow or other, they found it out, through, I guess, through social media. And they, they went up to her classroom. She had to, hide, she had to barricade herself inside a bathroom or a lab or something or other. And, you know, we've seen this before at other events, uh, Columbia High School, uh, College, and up in Cornell, there were threats of rape and murder. And, but I really, I was looking, I really, because uh, Chris Plant played the video, over the audio of the video, and I'm just, I'm sorry, I got a, 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 a sick mind, thing, you know, I got to see this video. Why in, in, in anyone's mind, I don't care where you're from or how indoctrinated you are, would you actually think that putting the, together a video with, with, with Arab music played in the background? Is, it, is that where all of this is going? So, you know, when you have four days off, uh, and like we did, and, you know, you have a time to reflect. I don't take much time. I mean, I, I, I focus on what I do with this show, with what I, the work I do for Jim is paramount. And, you know, you get into a rut. You get into a whole routine, and you just you, you don't get out of that until you get like, like a Thursday and Friday off next to a weekend and you start thinking about all this stuff. And I came down to the conclusion, I'm so sick and tired. And even Jeff Graham was saying he doesn't watch Fox News as much anymore. I almost fell off my friggin' chair when I heard that. But when you see the same, same stuff, how often can we see video of a woman asking a man or another woman why they're taking down posters of those uh, uh, hostages in, in Israel? And if you think about it, I know it's showing support, and I've talked about this before. Oh, we want to show support. But putting a poster up in midtown Manhattan of someone missing 8,000 miles from here is, you know, it's, it's a good reflection. Like It's requesting support. But let's face it, it doesn't work. Anymore. It, 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 it won't work. You're just wasting, you're spending too much money at local Kinko's or Staples, wherever you're getting these printed at. And then, and then others, have, others have actually put up razor blades up there so that if someone were to t- attempt to tear them down, they'd cut their fingers. So mean-spirited. But I, again, getting back to what I was saying, instead of just asking a question, like, which is obvious, why are you doing this? Well, that's because I want the Jews to burn in hell from the river to the sea. Name the river. I don't know. I don't care. Get out of here, you. So we hate each other. So why can't we be more productive instead of standing next to the, to the problem? Why just get in front of it. And, that, and that's, what I, that's the term that I'm coming up with here, my own little term here. Get in front of it. How do you see America 10 years from now? Do you want Sharia law here? I mean, obviously, if you want the Jews to die and you, you feel this, this strongly about Palestine as a woman or as, as a gay man, I mean, the willful ignorance that we have in our society today... And that's exactly what it is. These are people that don't even care to pick up a book and try to figure out what the history is because they don't want to. It's willful ignorance. They, they remain stupid in order to make it. Because if they ever read up on this, they knew they were, oh, geez, boy, boy, look at me. I've been making a fool of myself all this time. But because of the mob mentality, no one reading books and no one caring about history, they all join together as one. That's what mob mentality is. So get in, to me, I'm trying to get in front of it. I don't know if I can interview, uh, you know, a crazed Palestinian person here, or, or I don't have to go to Palestine to find them. I could just go to our local JCC and find some person that's going to look at this conflict, what happened on October 7th, as, as, as a justified event because of oppression prior to that. 
You stole our land. You did it to the Indians. And I've said it before. I'll say it again and again and again. This has nothing to do with, with, with Jews or the, uh, Israel. This has all to do with white supremacy. Because if you see the people in front of the Manhattan Bridge, for instance, this past, I believe, Saturday in New York City, sitting there on the ground, preventing cars from getting back and forth during a holiday weekend, mind you. Any weekend's bad enough. But they sat there. They stopped traffic from going over the East River for I don't know how many hours. And, uh, you know, they made their point. Obviously, they, they, want, you know, they want Israel to go, full, you know, to be dropped into the Mediterranean Sea. But I look at the people, and you can hear the tone. No, normally, you know, if you hear a bunch of football fans, you're going to hear a lot of roar of men, masculine men. Yeah, yeah, Eagles, yeah, Philadelphia, you're great. You're the worst city in the world. I don't give a crap. The way they treated the Buffalo fans, is some segments I saw was ridiculous. But that's neither here nor there. You know the group is a bunch of masculine, crazy men. If you notice, a majority, not just the one at the Manhattan, the base of the Manhattan Bridge, but the majority of these protests against Israel are women. And I just don't get that. Why? What's, what's up? Do you hate your own skin color? And again, these are, these are women that are white. Many of them are Hispanic, black. Many of them are part of the, the gay. Uh, do you do realize what they do over there? And there's that stupid question, that parallel question. Get in front of it. Do you want Sharia law as a gay woman? Because if you do, you got to understand that, you know, look out for the things you want for in life. You might just get them. So uh, it's just the willful ignorance and what we're seeing right now. I don't know how this ends. Donald Trump was at a game, a football game, I believe, in South Carolina, Alabama, whatever. The whole place went crazy. And uh, other states are trying to take him off the ballot, like Colorado. And uh, I don't, you know, and then you have our former, who was it? Um... Or secretary, a former secretary of state, or can't remember who it was. And he says there, aren't, there won't be elections next year. There will be some type of emergency, uh, uh, whatever. Something's going to happen to the point where they're going to prevent an election. So between now and next year, and certainly be, be, we will know before next fall, this time next year, certainly before election day, what, what this is all going to turn into, whether or not we got Gavin Newsom running. By the way, that debate, I believe, is Wednesday night between he and uh, uh, Ron DeSantis. We'll get that get to that in a bit. But they got to make a decision certainly by July or August, whenever the convention is. I think it's early August before they decide on who their, running guy, who their guy is going to be. I still think in the back of my mind it's going to be Joe Biden because it's really convenient to just keep him there. And ultimately you won't see him for four years as a lame duck. I mean, any, anyone who becomes a lame duck president is rarely seen. He doesn't really set forth policy. He might do whatever he can to act important, look like he's doing anything. But can you imagine Joe Biden as a lame duck president? We barely see him now. And when we do, he's falling down a flight of stairs. So you know we're not going to see him for four years. And hopefully Trump brings that to the forefront. You're not going to see this guy for four years. You're not going to see him. And then others argue that Trump can't get anything done because he's only a one-term president. I'm like, so what? Right now we need to stop the bleeding and the ignorance and it's just, I don't know if this gets any better, folks. I know this is a local show, but you just, you can't avoid watching what's, what you're seeing on TV. I don't care if you're watching CNN, ABC, this stuff pops up all the time. And to see high school kids, barrack, you know, trying to, what, what would happen if those kids actually physically got to the school teacher? What would happen to those uh, Jewish people coming from Tel Aviv that were, 
that landed in some crappy city in Russia two weeks ago, if if they you know were, you know, assaulted, they you know what what would happen? Would it be any different than what happened at that concert in in Israel on, on October seventh? I doubt it. Imagine a bunch of high schoolers getting to the teacher that they that they found out went to a pro-Israel rally. What would they do to her when they finally got in front of her, as opposed to not getting to her, thank God, because she barricaded herself? Eventually, one of these people are going to be harmed or worse. They're going to be killed. And then on top of all of that, we got this white maniac. And if you're listening to AM 1240 all day, CBS described this guy in, in Burlington, Vermont, as a white male. And, and yet, how often, when it was the other way around, it was just a man, a man in his 30s. Could be a person of color, could be a Palestinian, could be a person of a, a Persian persuasion, whichever. No, it's just it's just a man. But when it's a white guy, oh no, it's a white guy. So this is the this is what they need. This is what Kathy Hochul needs. Our governor needs this. What about two weeks ago? She says she's gonna, you know, with that crazy Western accent of hers. I don't know where that came from. I, I know people from Western New York. None of them sound or look like her. But she she's talking about how she's gonna cre- create some type of some type of uh, committee. To, to overlook, you know, what, you know, some uh, uh, crazy stuff on, on social media, what people are writing, what people are saying, what people are thinking. All this while we see colleges like in Cornell, in her own state, of threats by an Asian guy that wants to rape and kill people that are Jewish on, on the, uh, in Ithaca. And, and so I think in the back of my head is, oh, this is good. You know, the governor is actually being, being very, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, astute about this. She wants to make sure that her New York, her constituents are, are safe uh, be, uh, due to what we're seeing. No, it's not that at all. She's looking for, once again, the MAGA people. She's looking for you and I to make sure that we're not going to say anything, that we're not writing crazy and nefarious things about next year's election. In fact, today, if you listen to CBS News right in this wonderful Jim Levin station, they talked about that. Yeah, there's some rumblings going on about the, uh, the election next year, just like January 6th. So J6 is still on their minds, and they still swear it's going to happen again next year. All of this while we see high school students chasing after their school teacher that's been in that school for over 12 years teaching these students how to live and learn and move on in life, and yet somehow or other, they're not the enemy. It's a very, very strange world we're living in right now, folks. That's why I want to get in front of it, and I'd love to ask these people, do you want Sharia law? When the Arabs take over, do you realize you can't walk around like, like they do in Manchester, uh, England, walking on Saturday nights, walking like horrors uh, to their local club, looking at their phones anymore? Because once they take over, that's gone. That's finished. One guy, I, I wrote something just, you know, in one of these things, that, um, uh, I, 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 my timeline always pops up with these. This guy apparently does videos of girls going in and out of clubs in Manchester and Liverpool, England. And that's all he does. And I have to reiterate, this is, isn't anything creepy. It's all on Instagram, Facebook, even though that doesn't mean anything anymore. But he's just showing what they look like going in and how drunk they look like coming out. And I just made a very benign comment about it. I says, boy, in 10 years, they won't be able to do this anymore. And typically, no one ever responds. I, until yesterday, someone did. I said, explain that. I said, well, I mean, uh, it, it, you know, Sharia law would forbid this type of uh, apparel. And when the Chinese take over, they wouldn't like it either. I hope, and then I added a little comment. I hope this cured your ignorance. I didn't get a comment back, and it doesn't matter if I do or don't. 
But if you don't see, I mean, for those of which that want this footloose and fancy free lifestyle, and God bless you, you know, you're born with a half decent body and you're showing off 90% of your, of whatever you got under there uh, with boots up to your knees as if you came from Ukraine or something. That's great. That's your prerogative. You're 22 years old. You really shouldn't be wearing that because you think you're a size four, but you're a size 18. But that's neither here nor there. The bottom line is, it seems like this generation wants one thing, and yet they, they, they're, they're fighting for another. And if, But you certainly, within five, ten years from now, if this continues, you're not going to have both. That's for sure. And it makes me realize, and I tell my wife this, and I'm sure you would agree too, this is a you know, if you're going to live in a place of this world, in this country certainly, it's going to be right here. Granted, yeah, it's cold outside, baby. It is. Today I was waiting for someone inside a building. It was cold, and I need a heavier jacket. That's for certain. But I thank my lucky stars that we're here, and we're not in New York, and we're not in Chicago, we're not in Atlanta. We're in a good place here, folks. That's for sure. 755-1240 is the number. 755-1240 is the number. If you want to reach out to me, by all means, you could do that. Don't forget the 315. Locally, yeah, we could talk about the zoo. We could talk about a lot of things. Take it to the zoo, Rock. Um, but I don't know if you, you know, it's all up to you. I haven't spoken to Donnie in a while. Oh, interesting call today with the wrong number during the hotline show. Did anyone catch that? Tom, um, uh, Carmen's, uh, sister was calling to, uh, uh, get, uh, uh, make an order, I believe at, um, uh, Enrico's or whatever, some Italian, uh, um, delicatessen, I believe on Massey street. Great establishment, by the way. And she accidentally or somehow or other called up the hotline show. Now, granted, I've made wrong phone numbers before. Usually you're off by one digit or whichever, or it's a wrong number because someone doesn't have that number anymore, whichever. We've all done it. We all get wrong numbers. But when the woman today that called up the hotline show recited the actual number that she dialed, it wasn't even close to the 755-1240 number. How is it that someone could be that far off from the actual phone number and call up a live radio show. I mean, we're only live two hours out of the day. One of them happens to be the noon hour when people make orders like that. So that wasn't anything too crazy. But wow, what a phone call. And a connection to a very powerful man right here in Watertown. It just goes to show you never know. That's for sure. And at one, and I got to admit, when I was listening to that call, I thought it was Samantha calling in from South Carolina. She had the same tone. She kind of laughed the same way. And then um, uh, uh, Jeff Graham says, oh, yeah, the Palmetto State. And she goes, how did you know that? I was like, well, come on, Samantha. You know Jeff's a smart guy. At this point, I'm thinking that Samantha is calling from South Carolina and mocking Jeff for knowing it's the Palmetto State for no reason. But nonetheless, it wasn't. (laughs) It was somebody else altogether. What a coincidence. What a small world it is. All right, someone's calling in right now. Let's go to the phones. It looks like someone's calling in. I'll take this. And uh, hi, you're on the air. Yeah, Glenn. Yes. You know, talking about Israel and the Palestinians. Mm-hmm. One thing people have to realize, that Israel is not the main game. They are just the closest game. The main game is the world. They've proven that. They have put people, their people, in every important country in the world. And when you can put millions of people in the United States that hate the United States 
your game is moving forward. Right, right. Well, you know, we talk about Israel, and we think that's the only game they want. It's not the land. It's not the cities. It's nothing. That's just part of their plan to take the world over. If you don't believe what they believe, you will die. And they prove that every day. They have no, they're still living in the 15th, 16th century. That's how they live. Mm-hmm. They, have, um, they have not moved forward with the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2005, Israel moved out of, their, out of that land mm-hmm. and let them go ahead. Right. Well, since 2005, they're still in 2005. Mm-hmm. Right. They've right. done nothing. Right. They, they could have had businesses. Mm-hmm. They, could have, they got some of the most beautiful beaches in the world. Right. They could have taken care of themselves. Mm-hmm. That's not the game. Right. The game is, is to kill, mm-hmm. to murder, right. and to rape. Right. Right. Okay. Glenn, but no, let me. Yeah. But no, wait. I know, and we're 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 on the same page there, obviously. And you and I have talked about this before. But why yeah. is it you and I know this, and yet a 22 year old undergraduate, or for that matter, a graduate student that goes to a, a higher level education like a Cornell or Ivy League school, why don't they know this? Because they've been um, brainwashed almost their whole lives in the school systems, and and, and this is. Part of the most important part of their plan, they infiltrated our school systems, our government. They are here. Look at the mob. Look at the squad. They are here. Listen to Tlaib, the way she talks. So much hate Mm -hmm. in that woman. Right. And it isn't just for Israel. Mm -hmm. She hates America. Right. She hates white America. they want a complete change. Mm-hmm. They want them to take over. Mm-hmm. And like you said, watch out what you wish for. Right. But that's their game plan right, right there. Mm-hmm. Not just Israel. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they're just there. Right. That'd be just the start. Mm-hmm. Now, whether they would uh, be together with um, China, Russia, China, yeah. Iran. It would be convenient. You know, North Korea. Right. I don't know if that's going to happen. Right. But... Mm-hmm. Palestinians, I blame them. Right. They voted these people in. Mm-hmm. When they got the when they got the land, and Israel moved out one hundred percent, they moved out. Right. They voted these people in, sure. knowing mm-hmm. the terrorists and the animals mm-hmm. that they are. Right. And yet they could cut heads off people, off babies, mm-hmm. murder, rape, and you got all these students running around justifying cheering for them. Right. Right. As right. far as I'm concerned, everybody that's out there cheering for Hamas should leave this country. Go to go to Palestine. Live there. Right. And see how you like it. Yeah. Glenn, we're in scary yeah. times I agree. right now. I am I'm with Real you. Real scary yeah. times. Mm-hmm. This is not... I'm going to be 77 years old, gone through a few wars... And I have never seen this country in such an upheaval. Right. Well, the world. There, there, there could be a civil war in this country. Mm-hmm. And it's not like the old days of the North and the South. No. This is going to be people that hate the country. Mm-hmm. 
And if you can infiltrate this country with millions, mm-hmm. and then you got the the young people who wouldn't wouldn't fight for this country, right? Not even close. You know, heavens, if we ever had a world war again, right? Would we have people to fight? No, they wouldn't. They would protest like World it. War II, right? I totally you agree. You know, and things like that. Right. My father landed in Normandy, mm-hmm. and I don't know what would happen. You know, I watched the films and things like that. Sure. And see how that those people, mm-hmm. 17, 18, 19, mm-hmm. 20 years old, mm-hmm. lined up right. and joined to help save this country. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen the next time. And I know people my age are really fearful for sure. their kids and their grandchildren. Right, and yourself. That's why I worry. It isn't oh. going to affect me. But all you young people... You're gonna. It's going to affect you, people. Sure. And you better hope and praise to God that Trump gets back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'll tell you, hmm. if we go four more years with this group of people, right? I don't think we'll ever get out of it. I don't think we'll. I don't you know, think Trump's going to get he, in. But he's going to be like that. Biden if right. he gets in. Right. He's going to have the power of the pen. Right. Oh, you talk- he only last four years or that. Yeah. Who are you talking he will about? Change everything over. Are you talk- he will open everything up. Uh, who are we talking we about now? Wait, 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 wait. I we just will go back. Is this Biden or or news? What we had. Uh, Who are you talking about now? I'm I'm lost. Are you talking about Biden or or someone that would take his place? No, I'm talking about Trump. Oh, no, oh, Trump. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's not going to be yeah, president. I'm talking about Trump. Yeah, that's not. You know, you say, well, you only got four years, but in them four years, look at the damage that Biden. Oh, I agree. Yes. Yeah, and look, what, and look what and look what Trump did in four years. years. Yeah, I agree. But then he would have to hand it off to someone else, like Elise Stefanik or something. Right, yeah, right. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I, I get it. Um, one thing that keeps coming to mind, and some, a good friend of mine brought this up. It's rarely a discussion. Is you know, did did the UN make a mistake by by putting the you know the, the Jews back in the Promised Land, back in their in their original homeland of of Israel? They've been there for 30, over thirty five hundred years. The average kid from Ivy League school doesn't want to know that. They just like, oh, they took over their land in 1948. It's occupied. And if you look at a world map of where Jews are, they're not to be found in the entire Arab world. There's, there's, there's smittens of them here and there, a little bit here, a little bit there. They were kicked out of every Arab country. And yet somehow, because the UN put them right back where they started from, some might question that could be the mistake from the beginning. I mean, for decades, all, all the Palestinians were able to do is, is throw rocks like girls. But now they have an armory, you know, with Hezbollah and Hamas. And Hamas. They get it from, uh, from Iran. It's still not enough. That's why they want a ceasefire, because they know Israel can, is, is dominating. They know Israel has the, the goods. But back then, it, was, it seemed like the obvious choice. Why not? They're not doing well in Europe. Six million of them perished in a matter of seven, eight years so we got to put them somewhere. But some would argue, looking back, it says, you know, the country of Germany, who essentially started World War II along with the, uh, the axis of evil, including Japan and Italy, um, they, really, they really got away with murder in, more, in, more, in millions of ways, too. Uh, I think that somehow or other they should have come up. I mean, this is, a long, this, this is a day late and decades short, mind you. But it might not have been a bad idea to establish a, a, a Jewish settlement or, or, or country somewhere in Europe. It could have been in Germany. But that didn't happen. So here it is, 70 plus years later, we're all feeling the effects 
But here's the difference before I go into a commercial break. We all know that there were reports and literally video of people in, certain, in Muslim communities, particularly on the other side of the Hudson River, of, of uh, Muslim communities jumping up and down after the World Trade Center was, uh, was, was attacked and, and collapsed on 9-11. And we were like put off by that. Oh, that's awful. It's terrible. 22 years later, if 9-11 happened right now, obviously those same communities... In Jersey, in Michigan, they'd be jumping up and down. Ah, you got a taste of your own medicine. See how it is. But on top of that, if 9-11 happened today, we see what's happened after October 7th. Do you, could you re- just think about the glory that we would be getting from our own domestic kids and our own colleges jumping up and down and praising those that committed such an atrocity equal to, if not worse than 9-11, by saying we had it coming to us. And we saw that just a couple of weeks ago when a TikTok revealed the letter to America from Osama bin Laden back in November of 2002. All of a sudden, a lot of people, a lot of young people, college, uh, college age, people of color, especially people, female people of color, black women, very angry at white establishment. And they read a letter from, from uh, Osama bin Laden and they're like, oh boy, that opened my eyes. It's incredible. It really, so yeah, if, if we ever do see another 9-11, and, now, and there's reports that they're saying that, that, that you know, there's grumblings that, suggesting that we're, we're going to see something. Uh, there would be, I'm not, I'm not saying, well, yeah, I'm, I'm saying there'd be a lot of celebrations. And you didn't see that 22 years ago, but we certainly see it in the year 2023. And we would again. Sad. Very sad testament. All right, let's do a commercial break. You're listening to the Live at 5 show on AM 1240. It's about 23 minutes before the hour. We'll be back. You've been hearing about Harridge's contract. Uh, speaking of uh, Governor Hochul, urged to sign a bill that would shift some local elections to even-numbered years. <clears throat> I, I'm, without reading the article, I'm assuming this would mean more people would actually vote. That's a sad testament. <clears throat> when, when it's an odd year, an off, uh, you know, it's, it's a political year. It's an even-number year. It's 22. It's 24. It's 20. No one cares about the odds number years. So Hochul is urged to sign a bill that would shift some local elections to even-numbered years. Oh, my God. Do we deserve to be a free country anymore, the way we abuse ourselves with neglect? Willful ignorance. I read, I heard that this week from someone on one of the, I don't know. They were interviewing, interviewing a young uh, Asian man from China uh, whose father uh, apparently had a uh, church or was uh, doing some type of... Uh, uh, religious ceremonies in his home, and the uh, the Chinese government found out about it, and he was going to be persecuted for it. But somehow they got out of the country with with, with his then five or six year old son. So this man's on the street asking him about his experiences and what he thinks about the world today in America. And needless to say, someone like who came from such peril, such tyranny, looks at America a lot differently than people that you know want to beat up their school teacher for showing up at a at a pro Israel rally. Now they know the truth, just like you know. Like, why? Why is it uh, Cuban men are so such uh, in such in such favor with former President Donald Trump? Because they know what communism looks like. Why? Is it, now we're finding out Venezuelans are, are are Republicans. What's that all about? They're people of color. They should be like us, like we tell them to do my gardening. Just shut up. We won't let you in. They're the biggest. I tell you, the liberals are the biggest frauds in the world. It's all about them. It's all about power. Yeah, we'll take care of you. Yeah, you could live with a single. You don't need a father. Come on. We're doing you guys a favor. Just come on over here. We'll give you room and board. 
So, but anyway, the, the young man went on to say that uh, this is the Chinese man. He says, oh, I'm here with my family now. He's, by the way, he speaks English. You know he probably speaks Chinese exceptionally well, and for that matter, other, other languages. And the guy says, well, what is it about American kids who, you know, who didn't see such adversity like you did? What do you think about them? He says, well, it's all about willful ignorance. And, and that's simply because you, you know you're not telling the truth, but you don't care. Others feel the way you do, so what's wrong, what's wrong with that? You don't, want to, you don't want to know history. You just want to make history. And when he said, and I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm embellishing things here for, for sure, but when he said that, I was like, hmm, that's good. I want to keep that in mind. Because it's such a simple way of describing a, a, a big, big problem without, you know, walking two blocks just to walk around the corner. Willful ignorance is here, folks. And it's, it's not going away. And it's all about what people perceive as the oppression, the, those who oppress and those who are oppressed. And it's clear that right now, Israel and the Jews and some Jewish school teacher from some crappy high school in high school is, is, is taking the brunt of this. And hopefully she's safe and she's certainly not going to go back to that place. But eventually, just like that caller described earlier, it's probably going to what, what, what may what, what I'm praying won't happen would be another George Floyd moment. Thank God it's winter. Like my father said, as a police officer at the 75th precinct in Brooklyn in East New York, he said, you know, summer was the time to find out who moved in during the winter. And what he meant by that was, is that things, you know, things just don't happen during the winter. People just kind of move around from one tenement to another, or come from Baltimore, come from here, whatever, someone's had, you know, someone, someone got out of jail. We don't know who they are, but we do know when the weather gets better. And I know that's a horrible thing to say. It's just a fact. It's just in a city of millions of people, the weather's got a lot to do with bad things happen after midnight and a lot of bad things happen when the weather gets over 80 degrees. So what's happening now is bad, but thank God it's not May or June like what happened with George Floyd back in 2020. But my point is this, if we do have another George Floyd moment with a white guy beating up a person of color or even a, a suggested story of what happened in Dublin, we still don't know whether or not there was a Libyan you know, migrant guy that, that stabbed three uh, uh, students in front of a school in Dublin last week, causing millions, billions of dollars in, in, in damage and rioting and so forth. We don't know, but it's, it's, it's going to be that one moment again. And it's going to be on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and that's going to be the unleashing moment. But more than likely, that's not going to happen in the bad weather. Let's go to the phones. Hi, you're in the air. Dallas. What's going on, Glenn? It's uh, Tim, the Enchanter. Hey, uh, I wasn't too far off with that uh, zoo guy up there, huh? Well, what? What thousand dollars a year, huh? Is that what you said when you? Yeah, you were asking which one was that? Was that Larry or the guy that does the drag shows, or both? No, no, Larry. Okay. Makes a hundred thousand a year. He did though. Is he still on the payroll? Or did he resign? Can't tell you that. Well, here's how I figure it. He makes seventy three thousand actually. That's what that guy said on the Jeff show. Okay. But he's got free room and board, mm-hmm. heat, lights. Uh, I mean, that's worth a lot. Right. In, in, in a year, so huh. I guess to make that. I mean, you got to make a mortgage payment. You got to pay taxes. You got to pay your heat and lights. Sure. You know, all that adds up. So right. You know, I I, I guess to make it's around a hundred thousand dollars a year by the time. Sure. He don't have a worry in the world. Right. Roof or nothing, and you think right. you got to fix it. Right. 
I mean, unreal. Well, well, I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, get down in anyone, including Larry. He's a good guy. He, you know, when he was offered that job, he certainly took it, knowing it was, it was a lucrative salary for this area, especially like you said, free room and board. But that's just bad economics for a, for uh, for a zoo that you know, for the most part, wasn't making a dime. And uh, to take on a six-figure job like that, it's like that 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 doesn't seem to be. You know, he knew ultimately it was going to come down to this. They didn't make, and you know what? The one thing, Tim. Uh, that Jeff Jeff Graham, of course, being on the R- Blue Ribbon Committee, he makes a very good point. And and I'm in I'm in media, I'm in advertising, marketing, and so forth. I I just don't think the marketing efforts in the last 10, 20 years from the whether it was Larry or the people before, I don't think it was very effective. I I just think they never made a true concerted effort to to change the business model and to and to lure people up there. They just didn't do that. Did you feel that way, Tim? Well. Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of people didn't even know the zoo existed. Right. And, I mean, there's, I didn't see any progress there in the last 10 years of doing anything, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't think outside the box. They didn't uh, put a blue ribbon panel together. How, how can we do something better? Right. This and that, you know, all this, uh, you know. Yeah, I think a lot of it was like, you know, a zoo is a place where you have you know, in our case, native or indigenous animals to the area, wolves, bears, and that, you know, as long as you, if you take care of them, put them in a cage, that's what you got to do. And put up a little plaque, you know, nearby where you could see them and and learn about them at the same time. And that's all you got to do. So I don't think that's working anywhere. It's just not working anymore, Tim. So make, you know, no, if if someone says, look, we're going to give you a six figure, we're going to give you $73,000 in room and board, and uh, we're going to sign sign a contract. At that point, you know your onus, your obligation is to say, you know what, this gig's not going to last long because I could see the bottom line here. I could see the money flow. There's nothing coming in the doors here. We got to do something drastic. And that just right. never happened. Just ride the ship. I mean, right you, until it sinks. You're retiring, and you can get four or five more years out of it. Right. I mean, you don't have to do nothing. And- and like, I, uh, hey, uh, yeah. are you emceeing the uh, Christmas parade? No, what? no, that's no, no, no. It's it's the obligatory MC of Northern New York. It's Mel Bustler. Mel Bustler oh, is the MC uh, Friday night at the parade here in Public Square, and then the very next night, Mel Bustler is the MC up in Clayton. The very next night. Oh, right. Can't you get in on that? No, I can't. That? And if I can't get in on it, it's going to be Beth Hall. And if Beth Hall doesn't get in on it, it's going to be Jeff Cole. Jeff Cole is too important for that, so he's going to give it to uh, the the weekend, uh, uh, the, rather the the weather guy who's six foot four. And I saw well, his stats yesterday. How did yesterday. Jeff Cole drop all the way down for the Pumpkin Chunkin Festival? How'd that happen? Uh, but again, I just think that's just not part of his gig. I mean, he's the Anderson Cooper of Northern New York. God bless him. He's very good. He's good looking. Uh, but that's just, you know, he's not going to do a Chumpkin Pumpkin. Someone else could do that. Get, get the beautiful blonde from Copenhagen to do that. And, and, that, and quite frankly, a lot of people would appreciate that. But no, not Jeff Cole. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. But yeah, to answer to your question, Mel Bustler is the uh, perpetual and obligatory MC, a master of ceremonies for any event north of the Thruway, here in Plattsburgh well, and everywhere else. Down, uh, on Washington Street, that's a good thing. And some kind of laser show they're supposed to have. Yeah, I, it's, and, and hopefully it's going to be nice weather. Typically, when they have the, not always, but a lot of times when they have the parade, it's f- unbelievably frigid out. And and blustery yeah. and, and it's it's like ugh and it lasts about and it, most of the parade is just you know the cars getting stuck behind each other and just standing there for about <laughs> five, five minutes. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that's the parade. Yeah. Or, or a Pepsi truck by, drives by and beeps his horn. You know. Oh wow, that's Christmas Eve. That's great. Good stuff. Uh, Clayton, on the other hand, is very good. Clayton is is awesome. Fire truck in the county. Right. Right. God forbid we have a fire at that. Be handing out candy. I wonder. What uh, turnaround he had in his life to be able to go in the Christmas parade. That's pretty nice. Who's that? Jeff. Jeff uh, Graham. Oh, Jeff Graham's going to be at the pr- Christmas parade as well? Yeah, his bar. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be in it. Jeff was all excited today. He bought a new car. He did? Yeah, yeah. He traded in his uh, his electric uh, uh, lease, the Volvo, and apparently he's getting rid of his uh, his minivan. And I know this because oh, he told yeah? me. this is Yeah, and he got a new car. electric? Uh, no, he didn't get electric. No, he 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 said uh, driving back and forth to to get his battery fixed in Albany was just a waste of time. So too much nightmare. Too yeah. much of Bye. a nightmare. Thanks All right, thanks, Tim. I appreciate. It. All right, talk to you. That's Tim. Hi, you're in the air. Well, Glenn, you were on a real rant. Yeah. Uh, earlier on the show there, and uh, I, I think I'll, I'll add to it. My rant is uh, yeah. the southern border, the open southern border. Yes. Yes. I've, called your show before on this, but it just keeps coming up in my mind how we can have a border that's wide open with all the slugs and lowlifes and drugs and uh, criminals coming through that uh, wide open southern border. I I just can't conceive of it. Yeah, but you know what? I'm going to interrupt you. I'm going to interrupt you there. I got to interrupt you. I'm sorry. But because, yes, the open border, you know, we know we're getting, you know, we're not getting the greatest people, people thrown out of prisons in other countries coming up here. Of course, they're going to run to us. But you know what really concerns me? And I know you would agree with me, my friend, because you've seen a lot. You're older than me. You've seen America come and go. It's going apparently right now. But does it not alarm you? that the native people here, I'm not talking about people that came here illegally, not talking about people who don't know the language and don't care to, I'm talking about the young Gen Z generation, the kids born right around the same time 9-11 happened. We're looking at 18 to 22, 23-year-old kids that for whichever reason despise this country. What say you about that and your observations? I haven't observed those that age group despising the country, but what I have observed, and I've uh, thought about it a lot, and, and, and that it's this, uh, there seems to be a lack of, and you referred to it uh, lately and earlier in your rant there, there seems uh, to be a lack of interest in, in history in that, from that age group. Right. And if uh, something is mentioned uh, and uh, they're too young to know about it or um, to understand what what's being said because their knowledge of history is, is poor. Right, very they, poor. They exhibit a, um, a disinterest in wanting to know mm-hmm. what it is you you're talking about mm-hmm. or what the topic is. They, you know, we we understand because we're older. We experienced it. We saw it. We we we, we you know we sure. We lived it. Right. Uh, so you, you, you want to explain it, or, or you ask them, are, are you interested in, in knowing? Mm-hmm. No, they're, they're not interested. No, they're not. I'm, I'm really right. very surprised. If mm-hmm. I meet somebody that's a lot older than I am, or has mm-hmm. seen same things uh, overseas right. that I haven't been exposed to, I want to learn from them. Right, exactly. I have a chance to learn from them and uh, right. Right. find out uh, you know, what... Yeah, okay, and I'll be real quick because I'm running out of time. I got another call. I'm not interested in learning. Yeah. I'm not interested in learning, and, and I, I find that very discouraging. Uh, I agree with you. I agree with you, my that's, friend. That's, that's all I got to say about it. The southern border has got to be closed. We cannot continue as a nation like this. Yep. And uh, 
the younger generation that doesn't want to know about history, I, I, I don't know the answer to that. No, I don't either. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate Keep it. Up the good work there. Keep up the good work at the Center for Broadcasting Excellence. There you go. Center for Broadcasting I love that. The EIB Network, Center for Broadcasting Excellence. This is Community Broadcasters. <clears throat> See, I, I, I say this a lot, and i got to get to a phone call here. Oh, I just lost him. He'll call back. Oh, well, you know what? Let's take it now. Sorry. Hi, you're in the air. Dallas. Hello. Hey, what's happening? Hey, Glenn. Mike Schwartz, how are you? Oh, Michael Schwartz, how are you, sir? I am well. You know, I'm a fan of the show, so I'm listening here from New Jersey. Are you really? This is Dr. Schwartz, who wrote uh, uh, Fauci's Fiction, and has been on this show several times, and talked at length about why the vaccination didn't work. So, yes, and Michael had a clinic in in Jersey and in Florida. You you live in Florida as well. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm back and forth. I'm in Jersey this week, heading to Florida later on in the week. And, you know, it's funny. Ever since I've done your show, I've become a fan. I'm listening on Facebook and uh, comes up every time I get off work. You you have such a fantastic show. I'm listening. Your last caller hit it on the Mm -hmm. the nail on the head there. It's just a lack of information, a lack of education. These kids don't have a clue as to what they're talking about. Can you can I mean I mean you and I have yet to talk about what happened on October seventh, and we can go on and on about that, and rightfully so, and and the visuals and what is it with this denial, uh, particularly coming from people of all colors and faiths here in the you could, we could talk about ignorance and and indoctrination and whatnot, but are they really angry at America or at capitalism? What is it in your eyes, uh, Mike? You know, I watch these kids and I listen to them talk. I just don't think they have a clue. You know, I think they get into it in the middle of the story. You know, these are the folks that didn't really watch what happened in early October. They didn't see uh, the beginning of the story and understand what happened to the Israelis. They got into it in the middle. And, of course, they see the bombing going on in Gaza, and they just pick that up and think, well, what are we, what are we doing? Right. You know, it, it's kind of incredible. I mean, Israel, and you know, you know, I think you and I think the same way. Israel has the right to retaliate and destroy gods at this point. Of course. At this point, they're getting their hostages back, but not quickly enough. Uh, these, these young women and kids and, and, and young men are suffering over there as they wait uh, for, for these deals to be made. And then you've got all these protesters in the street who have no idea of their history. They mm-hmm. have no idea what, why we're in this situation in the first place. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they pick up the mantra. One of the things that I've seen that, that really irks me is that, you know, if they're searching online. Somebody did a story on this recently, Glenn. When, when someone is searching online for pro-Palestinian content, the algorithm then spits out everything that is all about that. They don't see the other side. They only get from TikTok and Facebook and Instagram. The algorithm just points out everything, and it just throws it in their face. All this pro-Palestinian, I should really just say pro-Hamas mm-hmm. at this point, because right. let's call it what it is. They're a bunch of terrorists over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to me, it's sick, and these kids really have no understanding of history. They don't know how to do their research. It's really disheartening, but you know, at some point, um, I don't know if it's going to change, because how do you educate them? You're right. You said it yourself. They're getting indoctrinated. Right, sure. So let me let me ask you, uh, you're, as, a, you know, as, as a Jewish man yourself, and you have other people in, in persuasive power, including guys like Mark Zuckerberg and other, other people that created Google 20, 30 years ago. What are they doing and what are they not doing right at this point to, to reverse this? Are they afraid to because they, 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 because they have to talk like a politician? They have to cater to both sides on a business purpose and just forget their state of Israel and who they are? 
Well, co- well, first of all, common misconception. I'm not Jewish. I'm oh. actually Catholic. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. School as a kid. Yeah. No, 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 it's okay. Everybody makes that mistake with my name. Everybody right. thinks I'm Jewish. But I have a lot of Jewish friends, a lot of, you know, Reformed Jews that, are, that live around me and I talk to. They, they, they all seem to get very quiet. You know, as everybody wants to support uh, Israel, you, you have a, an uptick in, in, in anti-Israeli sentiment, in anti-Semitism going around the country, and they seem to have been very quiet on the matter. I, I don't know if it's just that they don't want to put themselves out in the forefront. Somebody like Mark Zuckerberg, I guess, represents the masses, but he should, he should really represent humanity at this point. They get really quiet, and that's pretty scary. I think they need to speak out more and be a little bit more vocal on this issue. But are they? It seems like you know our own Jim Levin doesn't like uh, uh, Netanyahu. He never did, and I think that's their justification. Well, Netanyahu, he doesn't come to the table, and and yet we have you know Rabbi Shuley from uh, Los Angeles who had a huge debate on the Piers Morgan show with that other idiot Chink, and he just described it one after another from the. 30s through the 40s, 50s, 60s, all these a- efforts uh, to, to, to free Palestine, to give them the land they, they wanted, and, and they, 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 they turned it down altogether. And, and on other occasions, I, I saw like a, a Jewish uh, dentist in, the, in New York City a couple weeks ago tearing down uh, the signs, too. What is it with this lack of commitment to the state of Israel and their own faith, knowing the history, knowing the persecution? I, that part I don't get, Mike, at all. Yeah, to me, it's just a lack of humanity. I mean, these are people. They're human beings. Regardless of what religion they are, where they live, these are people who have been kidnapped. Their families have been killed, raped. Uh, I mean, the, 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 the stuff you, you hear about and you see in, in these reports, which, by the way, the, the anti-Israeli uh, sentiment, the pro-Palestinian folks, are, are demanding proof as if it didn't exist. Mm-hmm. It's out there. The tapes are out there, and it's disgusting. It but is. It's just anti-humanity. You have to have no heart uh, to, to rip down signs of people who have been kidnapped, kids, Mm-hmm. Uh, and women who have been kidnapped. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just, you have no heart. Yeah, I gotta, we got to get a grip. I got, I got a little uh, less than a minute left, but the one thing that really is disturbing is, is a common people yelling at each other. It says, burn in hell, F you, F you, F you, I hope you burn in hell. And this is just what's caught on someone's camera phone. And this is just one of maybe millions of examples of how brother hates brother these days, Mike. Uh, do you see it the way I do? If, it, if there is another George Floyd incident, it's going to get really catastrophic? Oh, absolutely. And you got it on both sides, Glenn. You know, there are those of us who have tired of the lockdowns and the COVID nonsense right. we just went through. And now right. we have another, I hate to call it a distraction, but everybody kind of just, you know, diverts their attention to what's today. Right, There's true. a lot to talk about in this country. There's a lot to talk about in the world. Mm-hmm. And if this is how far we've come as a society, uh, I'm scared for the next couple generations. Mike, thank you very much. Michael Schwartz here has been a guest. We've got to do this again. We'll have to schedule another time. Mike, I greatly appreciate you listening and, uh, and have a good night. I'll talk to you soon. You too. Good to talk to you. Guys. Thank you. AM 1240, WA10, Watertown makes this legal. Up next, CBS. We'll see you guys tomorrow. This is CBS News on the Hour. 